let's talk about sex. So, Corey, this uh, past weekend, my family and I went whitewater rafting for the first time. Awesome. It was so awesome. The only time I thought we might be in big trouble was when our guide went flying out of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you didn't throw him out, did you? No, it was this girl. She was awesome. She looked like Rachel Ray. Talked just like her because she's hoarse <laughs> from screaming, you know, all day. And um, she was so awesome. We wanted to bring her home with us. But, um, you know, sometimes you just need help with stuff. But it was so fun. And, you know, before we went rafting, we were, it was a little bit irritable. It was, it was two hours away. And, and Paul and I were kind of picking at each other. And our oldest son is 21. He looked, all he said was, you guys should get boxing gloves. And then that was it. It was over. We were done being irritable. And at the end of our rafting trip, we all were one big happy family. And it just went from better to better. But it made me think there were times if if he would say little insinuating things, I would never fight back or stand up. or I would just kind of sulk. You know, he, he made some insulting comment to me. And I said, why don't you say something nice? And that's when Jordan said, why don't you guys get boxing gloves? <laughs> so welcome to Sexy Marriage Radio, where we want to help everybody uh, navigate the uh, white water that is sometimes marriage <laughs> that turbulence. Is, that is true. It's not always <laughs> smooth sailing, is it? <laughs> no, but gosh, without the uh, rocks, there'd be no, it'd be a boring, it'd be a boring river. That's true, because sometimes the turbulence does make things so much better. Yeah, it kind of gets you a little adrenaline and something to fight together for, and so uh, it's pretty fun. Well, if you're new to the show, uh, feel free to join us at SexyMarriageRadio.com. You can also send yeah. us an email to feedback at SexyMarriageRadio.com, and jump on iTunes and give us a review. We love hearing feedback and comments, especially positive ones, because that helps us climb the charts and spread the word. And we love having new listeners. Yeah, I need to log on to the website and respond with people check in and say something. We do care about what you say. Absolutely, we do. So I have a a, a topic that came to mind because this is this has been something that's kind of a recurring theme in some of the emails from our listeners. Yes, uh, that would be cased that from the husband that has emailed us saying, mm-hmm. "I want my wife, or I wish my wife would be um, more." initiative you know take more initiative when it comes to sex initiate more make a move more and i can understand that (laughs) you know (laughs) there's times where oh yeah i would love and i for sure years ago i was in that camp of man i really wish pam would just initiate more and then i realized wow there's differences in the way we initiate but you mean it's not always like in the movies no, not at all. And it's, There's lots of aggressive women in the movies. And it's definitely not like it is in porn. Yeah, Which exactly. that's, that's where I think we've got the problem. I think you're it's right. Because I think because of most men's exposure to porn at some point in their life, whether it's an ongoing thing or not, and we just did a show with Gary Wilson on this, which was great. Mm-hmm. So it's your brain and porn. If you haven't heard it, find it and listen to it. It's a great one. That talks that it just shock, it talks about how because of our exposure to that, I think we get in this mindset of I want I want I want my wife to initiate, mm-hmm. but what I'm really saying 
that I don't realize I'm saying is I want my wife to be sexually aggressive. Yeah. Which I don't think the feminine is sexually aggressive. She can get there, yes, but that's not her default setting <laughs> by any means. <laughs> No, especially not in the feminine mode, right. like where we all have feminine energy and masculine energy. He's saying we want her to put on the masculine and and, and the guy wants to be wanted and he wants to be, uh, you know, not have to face any sort of rejection, you know, sure. Yeah. yeah. And so I can understand because that would make it much more simple if she would just throw you down, strip her off your clothes, her clothes and climb on and go. Yeah, I'm sure if that's happened in your house, those are his recurring fantasies. Those were the best <laughs> times ever in his mind. Maybe. But then it's also funny because I think of sometimes, I know in my own marriage, early on when I would sit there and say, I really wish you would initiate more, Pam could say, well, the times I did, you rejected me. And yeah. now that I think about it, it was because I was not sure how to handle it. I was saying what I wanted, but... I was scared that <laughs> of, is of what I wanted. That is so amazing. And so I would push it away or ah, I'm not interested in, you know, because it's that whole idea of want, I want something, but I want it the way I want it. And so if it doesn't come across the way I want it, I don't want it. That's oh my like gosh, we can't there. have you men be as sexually complicated as women. Now you're really freaking uh, me out. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to try to unpack this a little more because yeah. I think women do initiate. I really believe yeah, that. In, I, I believe it's, it's just different. Different times in the month, it's going to be different as well. Sure. Yeah. And well, each day, each moment could be different, yeah. you know, because <laughs> different yeah. seasons of life will be different. <laughs> different I, years. I do believe women in general are interested in sex, enjoy sex. It's just the way you initiate it is just mm -hmm. so different than what most husbands are looking for, we miss it. Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're sitting on the couch and she's coming, so let's say you're sitting on the on the couch and, and you're, I don't know, looking at your black, your iPhone, whatever the guys always do. <laughs> and so if she comes up, is she standing in front of you and she's, you know, knocking your knees with her knees and talking to you. Make a move, for heaven's sakes. That is her. That's it. That's, that's an initiation. Her, yeah, that's an initiation. She comes in and sits beside you a whole lot closer than normal. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a move. And you know what? And that's a good time to, to pursue some foreplay. So that's what we're saying. You know, yeah. come on, pursue me a little bit. Pursue yeah, yeah. doesn't so, mean... Don't just grab a breast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe you do, but still, take some time. Yeah. But that's really interesting to think about the, how often a guy will miss that. And then, and then hours later, because now she's felt a little bit rejected. And so hours later, when he's in bed and already laying there, and he wants some action. Yeah. It's just thinking, well, this isn't very like, yeah, we, enticing. I, I, I open myself up to you because I think that's really what it is. Is It's mm -hmm. kind of a – she has opened the possibilities and then handed the reins back and said, yes. I'm interested. Yeah. Take charge if you're interested too kind of a thing rather than uh, lots of husbands, I believe, are sitting there saying, I want you just to grab me by the hand, take me back to the room. Start kissing me, go down on me, whatever. It's very clear. 
and it, it's just typically, I would guess as a for a, a wife, it's more of a yeah. There's a little spark there, but I need a little help to get it going further, and that's where when you take over the reins, that's what gets it really going. Yeah, I mean, unless she's reading erotica in. Well, there's going to be times of the month, as you mentioned, to, you know, around ovulation, that biologically, typically, you know, I still remember we had an email that said, my vagina is screaming. (laughs) Yeah, that was cute. That's a great, it's like, okay, yep, that's a biological thing that it's just, it's chemicals and hormones going on that are just kind of, you're more open and probably going to be more aggressive than normal. But it's still not aggressive. Because you've been so, it's, that's good though, when you have those times, because chances are, before menstruation, you are not the sweetest thing. So, you know, we're kind of cyclical. Yes. One time I had to warn Paul, oh, I'm feeling a little, uh, I'm feeling a little, little crabby. And he says, oh, I'm so glad I have a business trip. I'll catch you on the ovulation. <laughs> we are gross. We are so gross. Oh, you guys are, <laughs> talk about dirty talk. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> but but I, I think of, because... One of the one of the people I really enjoy following and reading is Dr. Glover. He's the guy that didn't know more Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. And he, he did a post a couple weeks back on why you should run from a seductive woman. And this was targeting men that are single dating. Guy. Yeah, single right. guys. So it's not targeting the married guy. But some of the concepts still apply because his whole premise was that a woman at, it, at her core is not designed or wired – to be sexually aggressive. If she is sexually aggressive, lots of times that's coming out of a deficit, um, trying to fill a void, trying to get attention, trying to get validation, not wholeness of this is me experience. You know, you can experience all of me and all of the completeness of me. And lots of men will settle for the seductress, quote unquote, that's, that's real aggressive because she thinks that's the only way she can get attention from a man. Well, that will fade. For sure in marriage, that fades. Yeah, for sure. Because then you start realizing, wow, okay, who is this I'm really with? And so his whole premise was targeting men to say, don't be looking for the woman that's real, real sexually uh, you know, aggressive. Look for the woman that's sexually available in the sense of she's open and inviting, but she's not something that uses her sexualness as – from a, from the negative side of things, and all the married men are going, yeah, but I, I'm already married. I would give anything to have her be the seductress now. Well, okay, but I think what we're talking about is is her seduction. His, exactly, it's, it's and the, her it's level the walk of by's, yeah, it's the walk by where she brushes by you and just you know you could pass each other in the hall a hundred times over the day, you know, or the weekend, but that one time she intentionally does the little shoulder brush by, you know, and it's, that's a signal. Mm-hmm. So it, we want our mate. We always, everything we talk about is about bringing your, your best self to the relationship in, in your most intimate sexual relationship and outside of the bedroom, being your best self, looking at the best in your mate, expecting the best in your mate, not feeling like some kind of victim focused on what they don't do to please you. And so I I think the more we can embrace what we have and what we, what we have 
in that relationship now, you know, kind of embrace it and, and change the perception that you have of it. It will help you be more adventurous and more appreciative and more, I, I just think enticing because we get bored and we get so familiar and we get in these ruts and we think we know that person. You can't entirely know a person. Right. So, to, so sometimes we need to pull back and create some tension and create some something new. Yeah. I always say that, like we talked about the pro, the problem with porn is it stimulates you know the dopamine that comes from something new, something Novelty. new. Right. So in our case, we have the responsibility to control for new, and I say that all the time as a performance coach, just in life and being happy and getting over stress. Right. You create something new, right? A new experience together, and that's a that. New that's that counsel you constantly have said on the show of be a student of your spouse, exactly. And be a student of your relationship, and be a student of yourself, yeah. because you have different seasons and you have different times. I mean, Pam and I at the recording of this show, Pam and I have been in a, a funk for a mm-hmm. little while, where it's just kind of wow. You know, dealing with just dealing with stuff in life mm-hmm. and past and, you know, and it, but there's been some distance as we've both kind of gone to our corners and tried to work things out uh, on, right. you know, kind of. All right. Let's lean into this conflict. What's going on? You know, what's what's up with me? And so I've had a lot of time where, OK. It's a great opportunity to be a student of my wife again. Yeah. Right. And kind of and say, OK, I want to make sure I give her space. But not be cold. Yeah. So how do you, that's a delicate thing sometimes to know how to do it, but yet still pursue, but yet still be me. But yet, you know, all these different things. And it's like, wow, this, this is tough. Sometimes it's a full-time job just to be a student. Exactly. There's times you're like, I'm on a different subject. I'm going to be a student of something else. Yes. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's one of those where if when you can do that, though, it's chances for you to grow in more wholeness, more solidness, which then in turn makes your relationship more of a relationship based on self-respect of the two people involved and openness and fullness rather than this deprivation kind of thing where, you know, I need you to validate my moves so that I feel more like a man. What? Yeah. At at the core, that's what happens a lot. I mean, that's what happens when a a man suffers from rejection anxiety. Sure. He he doesn't want to suffer anymore. Sure. Hey. On the one hand, it's logical. But on the other hand, it's like, hold on. If you still want something and you still want to be with your wife, then maybe you need to pull back and, and assess how you're going about it, what she's doing, how receptive she is. And how subtle her initiations are, if at all. I mean, because I, I can't say I'm willing to bet all of them, you know, all women initiate in some manner or form. Because there's probably some that, no, I'm mm-hmm. done with sex. I don't care. It doesn't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. But the feminine is still making moves. Maybe not for sex, but for acceptance and acknowledgement Intimate. and intimacy <laughs> and connection. That's right. still there, which... To me, would be if you can honor that, that can lead to other things. Well, 
And intimacy is valuable on its own. Yes, it is. I, you know, I, there's several men have emailed me and in, in the show as well to say we have sex, but there's no intimacy. So that sort of defies the idea that all the guys want is sex. They want meaning. They want that right. significance. They want um, a, a connection that's genuine. Yeah. So I, I think it's so easy to give our spouse our leftover energy. We all just have such limited bandwidth and we have so much that's pulling on us in our culture that it's unfortunate that we often put the least effort into that relationship that should be the most precious. So sometimes we have to ask ourselves, how, how much effort am I putting into making my mate feel significant? And how much effort am I putting into making him feel secure? And how much effort do I put into just creating something fun and, and lighthearted? So any effort that you put in, like we've talked about that before, is marriage hard? You know, mm -hmm. people say it's so hard. Well, sometimes it's, it is hard to not say <laughs> ugly things when they come to mind. Mm -hmm. But more it's a matter of effort. And it pays off with some big rewards. Yeah, and, and it starts with the effort towards yourself of making your your own life fun, making exactly making practicing some self care. Yeah, you know, honoring who you are, even when you're in the dumps and you're in a funk yeah. and down. Honor that. Don't try mm -hmm. to fake your way through it. You know, that's. I saw a TED talk yesterday that I just mm -hmm. stumbled across, and it was talking about the idea of I'm fine. You know, this lady, she's a coach of some sort that she's talking about trying mm -hmm. to help people live more full and get what they want. And she talks about the, the problem of I'm fine because you're trying to convince yourself that whatever it is that's going on in your life is okay. Yeah. When in reality, no, it may not be. And so you have to be honest first with yourself. Of, exactly. And then you have to get it down to actionable things, you know, like, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm overweight. I want to lose weight. Well, okay. That's kind of still vague, mm -hmm. you know, and then the way she phrased it is, but if you, if you change it to, I want to get rid of my man boobs so I could actually <laughs> score a date, that's a little more actionable. You know, that's a little more clear and concise, so concrete, <laughs> right. Of what you're looking for. And how many times do we do that where we just gloss over things in life and we miss it because we're just glossing over it. And so we, you have to acknowledge where you are and say, yeah, I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad place right now, but give me time, give me space. Yeah. I'm working through it. You know, I don't, I, I need this from you. I'm looking for this for you. I want this from my life. I'm not sure about this in my life. You know, just start kind of narrowing it down and saying it is a way to start solidifying yourself, which in turn then dramatically impacts your relationship. It does, but a lot of times when we're in that really negative energy, we uh, fail to do that, what you're saying, completely. I, I have that phrase, I always tell people, even though I feel blank, I totally accept myself and all my feelings. Right. And I choose to be okay. Right. And, you know, and and so when we acknowledge and accept our emotions and then choose something more empowering, then we can tap into unconditional love. We can tap into unconditional acceptance and and life without 
being in that negative space and being annoyed with our mate for not filling us up. Right. And if, if for not acting in the manner that we want them to or the way we would do it. Because we've talked about this before where lots of men may miss their wife's initiation because they're looking for their wife to initiate the way he does. Yeah. And But when you're more full and more solid in the sense of – and that doesn't mean good and happy and great. It just means right. when you know who you are and who you're not – you're more open to what's going on around you so you don't miss those chances. You don't miss those opportunities because if you think about you're trying to get sex from your wife and you're coming at it out of deprivation or out right. of emptiness, that right. is in turn often re received as neediness, which is easily shunned and rejected. Well, because it has an energy about it that's very, very uncomfortable. Well, so absolutely, we want away from that. That's that phrase of where you, you risk being sucked dry, where it's just sure. like, oh, you're going to take everything out of me, and this isn't going to be fulfilling. This is going to be depleting. Mm -hmm. Why do I want to be a part of that? Right. So flip that on its head and realize, okay, how can what I'm seeking, which in the turn for our show is sex with my spouse, Mm-hmm. How can I come at it more from fullness? How can I come at it? And so to me, it's more you as a as a man, it's more I, I pursue more. I figure out ways to to pursue her mind because I know if I can get her mind, her body will soon follow mm -hmm. <laughs> often pretty quickly. But <laughs> but uh, that's that's one of the ways. And so for a woman, it's OK, I invite and I'm open and I'm receptive Maybe maybe I up the invitation a little more and be a little more assertive about it or more obvious about it. But be playful, too, and see if he notices right. it, see if he picks up on it. Right. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. You think of how many times we, we want something in our marriage or in our life, but we're so focused on what we want, we miss the opportunities to get what we want because it's, it's dressed a different way. Yeah, and just any time we're operating from a place of not having what we want, that's going to be true with your finances, your career, your relationships, your family life. If you're focused on what you don't have, you repel it. I mean, yeah. That sounds a little woo-woo, <laughs> but you know, when we're walking in this expectancy and this gratitude for what we have and this this life that's that's forward focused. Yeah. Then it's a lot more attractive and it's a lot more fun and it's a lot more sensuous and and it's it it's gonna take you places that you wouldn't go in that forlorn, needy, right. isolated space. And then you realize you, what you want you actually get because you've yeah. already got it. I know, there's the <laughs> paradox. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I'm just thinking for let's close out the show with this if we can, Gina. I want I want to give a couple of actionable steps. Okay. That that help out the husband and help out the wife. That because the idea is people are listening to Sexy Marriage Radio because either there's some issue going on sexually in their mm -hmm. marriage mm -hmm. or they're wanting better sex in their marriage. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. kind of, it's one of the two, which both are the same. <laughs> Mm -hmm. If you think about it, but so as a husband, the best thing, I, the best counsel I could give would be slow down and watch for those moments where her proximity to you has changed in the way she's interacting with you. 
because that could be the initiation. And that doesn't mean you jump on it and squash it because that's one of those things. If you got a little spark, too, too much wood on it, right, then put, it will make it go out. You have to, uh, you know, care for that flame mm-hmm. to grow it into something bigger. So, right, it's good. So it is one of those where you recognize the initiation. You know, Pam does some subtle cleavage shot for me you know, while we're, while we're putting together dinner or something and, ah, so all right, I can be playful right back and kind of see where that goes. Mm -hmm. And if she's open and receptive to that, that's the key to right there. Hey, she just initiated sex, which, Mm -hmm. Hey, I've been saying, I want, I want her to do that. Hey, she just did it. You know? So, so I'm thinking as a guy, just slow down and just kind of become a student of the way you interact and look for her to shift slightly mm-hmm. as moments where she may be inviting. So you got anything for the women? Um, I think if, if you're tired, take time for some self-care and, and nurture your sensuous self. Get in touch with your senses and really nurture that. And then let that kind of flow like a river to bless your mate. To that sexual energy to go towards him and yeah. and be inviting and and be amorous and it's it's sweet and it's powerful and it takes all kinds of different uh, colors and and angles different times of the month and and celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I think of this is for both. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation about this. Take take this show as a springboard into a conversation about you know hey I really wish you would initiate more or you know, hey, I feel like I do initiate. It's just not in the way you want me to. And I'm going to try some new things maybe. Or, you know, it's just make the covert overt. They, yeah, I'll, let's hear how that goes. And so just some put, of the, yeah, just you put can it out do in the this. Open. Just put it out <laughs> in the open and see where the conversation leads. You know, you could do this. I don't know. There's there's lots of different things that can be not. It's a non-blaming way of you never yeah. blah 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 blah. Or yeah. even you know, it's more of hey, I I really want us, or I really want you to be more sexually available to me, <laughs> or and and I'm gonna try to come at it better ways to to make that happen so that I pursue you and your desire, not just sex, and see what happens because that's more from a fullness and. I don't know. It just seems like when you can make things in the open, they get better. Ah, all right. Let's hear how it goes. We'll be <laughs> looking forward to hearing from you. Well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Glad you joined us. Absolutely. So wherever you are, have a whole lot more sex. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>